Stand with me this morning as I read this, and I want you to listen carefully. And I'll not keep you too long. I know they're going to have things going on this evening and tonight, and it's going to be a busy day for them. But David here, he was praising for answered prayer. Has God ever answered your prayers? Do we take time to thank him for it? Every time? All the time? Listen to what David said. It was, the title is wait. And David said, I, I waited, in Psalms 40, chapter, verse 1, David said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and he heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the mire clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and he established my going. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Listen to verse 4. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works. Anybody say amen there? Which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to us, where they cannot be reckoned upon in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Sacrifices and offerings thou didst not desire, Mine ears, hast thou, mine ears hast thou opened. <laughs> Burn offerings and sin offerings hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips, O Lord, thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed loving, thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. I'm going to stop right there before we go on here a little bit. Would you bow your head with us? Heavenly Father, we bow our head this morning, and Lord, we thank you, God, for this congregation. We thank you, Lord, for the visitors, new visitors we have here today, God, and, and, and Lord, we just thank you for each and every one that's come out this way here this morning. We thank you for all these little children from the least to the greatest this morning, Lord, and God, we're just so blessed here at Bloomington Chapel, God, and I'm blessed, and I know they are, and God, I know you're blessed to see those that's come out this way day after day and time after time, Lord. And God, we just ask, Lord, that you just bless each and every one, God, not just today, but throughout this week, Lord, until we meet again, if you tarry your coming. Lord, we thank you for the word. We thank you for the beautiful songs, God, the beautiful messages in them, Lord, that was sung and brought forth of these young ladies. And, oh, God, and, Lord, we just ask, God, your blessings on them and on their ministry. Father, we just ask now, Lord, that you be with us, Lord, as we've opened up your word and read it. And I pray, God, that you'll just anoint the ears and the, and, and the eyes of those that are sitting here this morning 
and open up their hearts, God. And if they're not saved, I pray, God, something may be said or done this morning, Lord, that they will come and receive you as Lord and Savior. We ask the blessing now upon this service in Jesus' name. And all God's people said amen. amen. Now, as I was sitting there, and I've done told you I had a pretty wild bunch with me this weekend. No way that I could pick it up and studied it for the last two days. But this morning, or maybe last night, I picked it up, and I began to read and began to pray, and I said, God, I need help. Anybody ever pray that? God, I need help. And as I began to read, and then I got up this morning, I went to bed, and I laid there, and I thought, and I thought, and I thought, prayed and prayed. And I got up this morning, and I picked it up, and I said, God, show me what you'd have me to preach today. And I opened it up, and it fell right on this scripture right here. And I began to read it, and I began to think about it. And sometimes, you know, if we rush through a verse or through a scripture, sometimes when we get through it, we have no clue what it was talking about. But I want to talk about us this morning. I want to talk about us this morning as humans. And we know that we've all sinned, right? And we've all come up short. I think of what Paul said. He said, I die out daily. What he was talking about, he wasn't dead spiritually, but this old flesh is sinful. It was born in the flesh. That's the reason you're not going to go to heaven. Amen? But spiritually speaking, but what he was talking about, what Paul was talking about back over in Romans when he said, I die daily, he was dying out to the flesh because this flesh was born into sin and this flesh will die sinful. Amen? So he said, and so we all have to die out daily to the flesh. Amen? Amen? Because Satan is in the earth. Uh, Tony said this morning, Satan is after each and every one of us. Amen. The Bible says over in John 10, St. John 10, 10, he says he's come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He don't care who you are or what you own, what kind of house you live in, Satan is out to get us all. And so we need to be aware of it. We've all got an enemy this morning. Amen. We've all got an enemy this morning. We've all got a lot of enemies probably this morning. I know I have, you know. And, uh, uh, but we've all got one enemy, and he's the most dangerous enemy that we have got. So when we read here, David was praying, and he, he, if you notice the first eight verses, I guess it is, he was praying, and uh, he was praying for help from God. And he said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and he heard my cry. Now, he inclined to me, unto me. Now, what David said there, what that word inclined is, he listened unto me. Amen? And he listened unto me, and uh, unto me, and he heard my cry. How many times, how many times, uh, if you've been just where David was at and prayed that prayer because you was in trouble, you was in need, the enemy was coming against him, uh, and David felt let down. He felt like he needed some help. Uh, over in, over in uh, I believe it's Psalms 27, David also said, The Lord is my strength and my help. Amen. So the Lord this morning 
He is our only hope this morning. Amen. He's our only hope this morning. If you don't have the hope in the Lord, then you don't have hope in nothing. Amen. Because you all, the Bible, the book of Psalms, the Bible said, we don't own ourselves uh, because God made us. Amen. God made you and me. Look at somebody and say, God done a good job making me. Boy, that was hard for some of you, wasn't it? But you know, the Bible says God made us all beautiful. Do you know that? Look at Sheila and say, God, you may not think I'm beautiful, but God said I was beautiful. <laughs> but we are, you know, sometimes, you know, we just need to stop and think. We need to stop and think that we're all human beings. And the Bible said we don't own ourselves because God brought us into this world. I've had people to say, well, I was an accident. No, you wasn't an accident. If God hadn't had a purpose for you, you wouldn't be here this morning. Amen. Amen. God's got a purpose for each and every one of us this morning. You might say, well, uh, uh, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. Who has it? I made, I probably made more than anybody in this building back years ago. Uh, but let me tell you something. Thank God today. Uh, He's a graceful God this morning. He's a merciful God this morning. Uh, and David said here, he said, I waited patiently. Uh, how many of us can honestly say uh, that sometimes we can pray for something uh, and we have patience to wait upon God to answer our prayers? Amen. We're living in a time and in a world today uh, and it's a fast-moving world, amen. Uh, and we just need to slow down and let the world go on because the world is headed for hell. Uh, but we in no hurry, amen, uh, uh, to, to leave this old world. So we just need to slow down uh, and wait upon the Lord. But how many times uh, do we wait upon the Lord? How many times? We're living in a world, Paul, that it's gimme, 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 right now, right now, right now. Amen. Can anybody say amen there? Don't look so innocent back there. We're all in this whole ship together. Uh, and if it goes down, we're all going down with it, amen. But... We ask God for something, and then if God don't answer it right off, what do we do? What do we do? We start complaining, don't we? We start complaining. Well, I don't believe God hears my prayers anymore. Oh, God hears them, but changes are if you ain't, don't wait upon the Lord, He'll do it in His time and in His way, not yours and not mine. Amen. But David said, I waited patiently. It's hard to wait, ain't it? It's hard for me sometimes when I'm going somewhere, like the church, it's hard for me to wait upon my wife to get ready. There's a guy sitting right back there in a blue shirt, sure got a bad look. But we don't, we want what we want right now, don't we? And David, he said, but I waited patiently. How many need more patience this morning to wait upon the Lord? We all need more patience. So maybe, I don't know, maybe you don't need no more patience. But I need them and my wife needs them sometimes. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord and He inclined unto me and He heard me. That's the main thing right there. If you're serious about a prayer. Now, if you just got your mind somewhere else, wanting something, you know, that you don't need, and you get down and you say, God... I need a new Cadillac or God, I need a new house or God, I need a new boat or something like that. God, you said you'd give me what I wanted. God didn't say that. He said he'd give you what you need. Amen. 
So if we get down and we need, when we ask God for something, we need to just take time and say, uh, God, not my will, but your will. And we all need to pray for patience. Amen. You know, we need to pray for patience. Amen. I tell you what, sometimes I'm not a patient man. When things are not going my way, I'm just not a patient man. And I pray all the time, God, give me patience. <laughs> but we, we, all, we all need patience. We're all human beings. We all make mistakes. God knows that. God knows that. So he said, he inclined to me and he heard my cry. Listen to this. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and he established uh, my going. I want to look at that verse. Uh, I, when I read that, I, I went back. I don't know what kind of pit he was in. I don't know what he was going through there. But I know one thing. I know he needed to pray to God and he needed to ask God. And he probably thought about some of his past and the things he had been in and the storms he had been in. And we all go through storms. Amen. And I got thinking about when I was a sinner. Amen. Uh, uh, hey and I got to thinking about that. when And when David said here, he said he brought me up also out of a horrible pit. I was in a horrible pit of sin. I was in a horrible. Has anybody ever been there? I was, I was in a horrible pit of sin. I mean, there wasn't that that this old boy wouldn't try to do or didn't do. If he could do it, he done it. Amen. Uh, but I was a sinner, and sinner people does sinner things. Amen. And so I, I went back in my mind to times, uh, amen, that I was in trouble just as David was in trouble. I was in trouble. But I remember one day I'd got so far out in sin. Uh, I was sick of sinning. I really was. But I was in the pit, and he said, a horrible pit out of the mire clay, and I was stuck in sin. I was stuck in sin. Why? Because I had allowed the devil to control my life for years and years. Uh, I'd allowed the devil to do it. Uh, people say, well, God done it or the devil done it. No, no, whatever you've been, uh, it was because you chose to be that way. Hey, Amen. We need to stand up sometime, take responsibility for our own things instead of blaming everybody else for what we lived. I, I used to do it. I used to blame my wife, my mom, dad. I used to blame other people for the life that I lived. But when I went to the Lord one day, when I got far out in sin as I could get, and I was sick of sinning, uh, and I began to cry out, as David said, I, I began to cry out, and I asked God, God, if you'll forgive me of my sins and help me get up out of this pit that I'm in of sin, uh, uh, Lord, I'll serve you the rest of my life. I'll go where you sin, Lord. I'll do what you tell me to do. Uh, I said later, I said, boy, I did not know uh, that he was going to call me to preach the gospel. He sent me out everywhere to preach the gospel uh, and work with teenagers uh, uh, for 16 years. I didn't know God was going to do that, but he did. Hey, man, God had a plan for me. Uh, and let me tell you something. God's got a plan for every one of you. Uh, and all you have to do to fulfill that plan uh, and just cry out to God and ask God what he's got for you to do. I hear, go ahead and give God a hand of praise. I've heard people say, Christian people say, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. Well, have you ever asked him? Well, yeah. Maybe you've asked him. But if you listen, God called me years before I started preaching the gospel. He called me years ago when I was a young man to preach the gospel, and I said, no, 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 God. 
And I began to wonder if God would ever forgive me of my sin. You see, he will turn you over to a reprobated mind if you don't listen to him. Reprobated mind is you keep doing sin and sin and sin and sin and over and over and over. And God keeps dealing with your, whole, uh, with your heart. And you know it's God dealing with your heart. And you know you're a sinner. You know you're living wrong. You know you're doing things wrong. And if you don't listen to God one of these days, Paul said over in Romans chapter 1, he'll turn you over to a reprobated mind. You can get out here and live in sin. You can do anything you want to and still think you're living right and you're going to go to heaven. But my friend, we better wake up and we better start crying out to God as David did. But I remember I was in a horrible pit. And when I cried out to God, uh, hallelujah, I didn't have to wait. God was right there waiting for me. I think he'd let me, I think he'd let me go through so much. And I said, God, I need help. I think you feel sorry for me to lie and as miserable as I was. But he said, he set my feet upon a rock and he established my going. Boy, let me tell you something. When you're a sinner, when you get saved, uh, amen, I mean, he changes your life completely around. Amen. I like what he said over there and, uh, and one of the pistols over there, maybe a lot of the pistols, apostles, Paul, I know Paul said it one time. He said, when I, how was he said, when I put away all these other things, put away my sinful life. And when we get rid of our sinful life and Jesus comes into our heart, my mind, Paul said, we are a changed person. Amen. We are a changed person. The old thing you say, well, preacher, you don't know what I've done. You don't know how much I've sinned. You don't know what I've done, Brother Jerry. You don't know. People just don't know what I've done. No, I don't need to know. It's under my business, but God already knows. Uh, and I ain't the one who can forgive you. It takes Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, and you're just asking God and crying out to God, Lord, forgive me of my sin. And Paul said, behold, old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. I'm going to tell you that day that I got saved, 1983, April the 27th, about five minutes after 11 o'clock, uh, at the sawmill down there. You've heard me tell you before, but you'll probably hear me tell you a lot more because that was one of the greatest days of my life because I told Jesus I accepted Jesus Christ and He accepted me. Amen. And I'll never forget that day. I, that old song says, I can tell you the time I can take you to the place. I can still do it right now. I'll bet you I can take you within two feet of where Jesus saved me at. And I know when he saved me, when he saved me, I know my whole life changed completely around. I used to didn't love nobody. I don't think nobody loved me, and that's probably the reason because I mistreated so many people. But after I got saved, I loved everybody. I loved everybody, and I still do. But that day that Jesus came into my heart, and he heard my prayer, and he answered my prayer, and he changed my life completely around. And I've got so much today to thank God for, and if you're saved today, you have to. Amen? Because you can lift this walk of life when you're the sinner. You, God could just said you're you're gone. Go get him. And you'd have been lost forever and ever. We don't give God enough praise, amen, for his grace that he bestowed upon us. He didn't just save me, Brother Dean, but he kept me. All these years, he's kept me. Now, I'm not saying up here telling you uh, that I've been perfect because I haven't been. I've failed many, many, many times, and, and I will as long as I live. Uh, I, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fail. Uh, 
But when I do, I'll tell you one thing. I know where to go to right then and right there and say, Lord, forgive me. And I may have to suffer the consequences, but I won't have to suffer alone because God will suffer with me. Amen. Because God said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He said, I'll be with you all the way, all the way into the end. Amen. And so he will. And he said, he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust. Amen. Blessed is that man or woman that maketh the Lord his trust. If you know the Lord this morning and you're putting your faith and your confidence in the Lord uh, when everything else failed you, uh, I'm going to tell you, you're blessed, hey man, this morning. Uh, how many was blessed to get up out of the bed this morning? How many was able to feed themselves this morning? Uh, Hey man, how many was able uh, uh, able to talk this morning, able to hear and able to see this morning? Uh, we got up and every morning, to say, I'll soon be 77 years, uh, I've been able to dress myself. Uh, hey man, I've been, able, uh, I've been able to dress myself, feed myself. A uh, uh, time or two, a few times, I couldn't because I had to feed myself a little time and I had a replacement in the shoulder. But I managed. I managed. I managed to get up. I managed to go to work for 40-some years as a sawmaker. I get up every morning. I don't get up as quick as I used to, but I get up. You ever have a washer sneak in the bed with you during the night? Every morning, you know, say. And somebody told me the other day, sir, preacher said, you're starting to get old. I said, well, that's what I'm trying to live to be is old. Who wants to die young? Does anybody here want to die today? Do you have any promise you want? That's why it's important to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. That's why it's important to do that. Because we don't have the promise of another day without Jesus Christ. So let me go on. Just, Blessed is that man, and that means woman too, maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to life. Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works, which thou hast done. Anybody believe that? And thy thoughts which are to us, they cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. More than can be numbered. If I started speaking out and trying to tell people how I've been blessed for all the years that I've been on earth. It would take me from now, if I lived another 70 years or so, to tell how Jesus has blessed me over the years. He has. He blessed me. Back when I went through the COVID and pneumonia for two and a half months there, having anxiety and I couldn't breathe. Some of y'all know what kind of shape I was in, but not all the way, but my wife did. And I tell you what, when you can't breathe, you've got to have an anxiety. But I had hope. I had hope in Jesus. The doctor said they couldn't help me. They didn't know what to do. But when I cried out to God, he heard my cry, and I said, Lord, I got so bad. You can't breathe. You can. There's worse things than dying, I can tell you that. And I was about in one of them, you know. And I told the Lord one day, I said, Lord, I couldn't hold I said, Lord, I said, you either heal me 
or take me on to glory. Will you forgive? Does anybody ever talk to the Lord? Do you ever listen to what he tells you? And the Lord said, I'm with you. He said, I'm with you. He said, I'm not done with you yet. Boy, when he said that, I started getting better. Well, I thought I was going to. And he was. He was. I just want to praise Jesus this morning for as good as he's been to me and my family. My grandkids and my daughter and great-grandkids. When they left out last night, it was after dark. And she was driving. My granddaughter was. And I just started praying. I just started praying. I had to go through glass and pick up a woman. And I told my wife, I said, let me know. And they text. I'd have her text every now and then to see where they at. And they got on 65 at Glasgow, and they got through Louisville, and they'd text and tell us my daughter would. And I told my wife, I said, you let me know when they get home. And it's way in the night when they got home, but I was still laying there, and I'd be still been praying, you know. I thank God today that he just don't care for my prayers and your prayers, but I thank God today he answered them. Amen. David, here, he was in some kind of trouble. But he knew where to go to. Amen. And he knew sometimes we've just got to have patience. We've got to wait Jindale upon the Lord. Amen. I know you've been there here recently. And I know some of the rest of you, you've been there. You've been on, you think, deathbed. But God, and, 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 and you know, sometimes we just come into church. I said we were going to talk about me and you and us and Jesus this morning. Sometimes we come into church. And it looks like that we have lost our best friend. Huh? We do. Sometimes I mean people's mind. And people say, well, you know, I'm easy to distract. And some people are easy to distract. That's why I sit up towards your front. It ain't none of my business what's going on behind, really. I mean, for spiritually. Because I didn't come to find out the gossip and find out what all else was going on. People's lives. I come sit on the front so I can hear about Jesus. Because I'm easy distracted. Somebody get up and move around, I'm easy distracted. Is anybody else that way? But well, we come to the house of God, we need to. When we come to the house of God, we need to come prayed up and prayed up and ready to meet Him. If you're here this morning, they come and get a song this morning. We want to close that right there this morning.